0: Welcome to Community
1: Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to do a deep dive into one of the most important and overlooked channels of marketing, community. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses what you need to know to build, grow, and engage a community centered around your brand. Joining us for Community Week is Rachel McCool, who is the Senior Community Manager at GoDaddy. Prior to her role at GoDaddy, Rachel has been a leader in community growth and management for a couple of little startups you might have heard of called eBay and Facebook. Here's the first installment of Community Week, where Rachel tells us about the value of community and why it's relevant for companies large and small. Rachel, welcome to the MarTech Podcast.
2: Thanks, Ben. Great to be here with you. It's
1: great to have you here. It's great to reconnect. We worked together probably close to a decade ago when you were managing the community at eBay, and you've gone through a large part of Silicon Valley and helped build some of the largest communities on the internet in the world. So I'm really excited to not only catch up, but to hear a little bit about
2: your work. Yeah, excited to share with you.
1: So let's start off from the beginning and talk about the purpose of community. You know, this podcast is for marketers, technology-driven marketers, but I want to just talk about how do you define what a community is and talk a little bit about the reasons why some of the companies that you've worked for wanted to invest in building a community. Start us off from the top.
2: I look at community as very broad-based. And when I say that, I mean, I look at community as your customer base. That's really... Anybody that's a customer should be included and be considered as part of your community. And I always say, if we didn't have customers, we wouldn't have companies and employees wouldn't have jobs. So when I look at why is it important to engage with your, if I just want to say customer, instead of even using the word community, there's so much competition now in the marketplace for people's time and attention and products and services. So how do you want to differentiate yourself? How do you want your customers to feel about you as a company and your brand, as well as your products and services? And I think that by engaging with your customers, your community in multiple ways, it helps you to gain trust people feel much more attached to your brand and you create a lot of loyalty. And that is super important as you continue either to grow your business that's in existence, or you're looking to start a company and grow a company. People just want to feel part of something. So by having that engagement with your customer base through different community activities really helps to have people feel connected.
1: I'm going to challenge you a little bit in the sense of what the definition of customer is, because when I think of community, obviously there is your core customers, the people, let's say if you're working in e-commerce or some sort of digital medium where you're selling a subscription, a product or a good, there's the people that are purchasing your products. There's also the possibility to have tangential people involved with your brand. I know, for example, that you work at GoDaddy and that you have communities of small business marketing and operations experts, some who may or may not be GoDaddy customers, but are still involved in the community. How do you think about bringing people who are not specifically buyers of your product and service and engaging them and getting value in building your community?
2: I think that it comes down to what's your goals and being really clear about what your goals are for your company. So, if you're looking at community building as a lead generation tool, that's certainly one way of looking at it. If you're looking at engaging customers in community activities, whether it's an online forum or offline events, and you're doing that to again build loyalty potentially have them purchase more of your products and services, and again, feeling really connected to your brand, then I think that that's a very different lens into community engagement. So I think that like anything in business, you have to be really clear about what your goal is. And if you're not clear about your goal, and then you're out kind of talking with customers about engaging with you, then they're going to pick up on that. And they're probably going to ask you like, well, why are you asking me to do that? I don't really get it. So again, if I was looking at community as a lead generation and trying to engage people who are not currently part of my customer base, then I would really want to be super clear as to like, why am I asking them to engage and what are they going to get out of it? And that's really something that customers want to hear is like, okay, what's this going to do for me if I engage with you?
1: So, you mentioned that there are different rationales for creating a community. You can do lead generation through your community, customer engagement. Talk me through a little bit about the reasons why companies create a community, and then also what are some of the community engagement strategies? You mentioned building a forum or something along those lines that people are using to try to reach each of their goals.
2: It's really interesting. I'm part of several community roundtable groups here in Silicon Valley, all tech companies. and The
1: community community?
2: Yeah, the community community. Great way to put it. And it's really interesting. I was just involved in a conversation with probably about 10 different companies. And every company had a very different goal for their community. For instance, again, some could be lead generation, some could be to produce content to help their customers, some can be deflection of customer support, trying to get more self-help content for people to come in and really solve issues on their own. So it very much depends on what the focus of the company is, the products and services that they offer, and again, being clear about your goals. And why do you have this community that you formed? And then sometimes the goals change over time. Again, you can look at community as a marketing tool. You can look at community as a customer support tool. Sometimes the community org can be part of the product and engineering team. It just depends on how the company is structured. And again, what are you trying to accomplish by having this engagement?
1: A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Putting on a marketing lens, what are some of the ways you mentioned that, you know, there's customer acquisition, content creation. What are some of the ways that you find useful for marketers when they're thinking about community? And what are some of the tools that they use to build community assets?
2: It's really interesting. There's a lot of people that think that community is just forums. And again, my definition is much broader than that. So some of the tools that marketers can think about, if you do have community forums, whether it's your own forums that's branded with your brand, or you're using Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or any of the other social tools out there, you can certainly come and do AMAs with your customers. You can talk about your products. You can take questions from them. I think that that's a really good way to engage people and you have to be pretty transparent with people and be willing to answer some tough questions sometimes. For some employees, that's difficult. I think as well, another function of community that's really important is being able to get feedback on your products and services. And I've always looked at customers being willing to tell you what they think about your products or service is a gift to all of us, especially people who take time out of their day to either write feedback or actually if they're willing to engage with you in a conversation, that you should take that as an opportunity and really try to capture as much feedback as you can. Because especially as a marketer, really important to understand, what do people think and how do they feel about this? And is this product working for them? If it's not, what are some of the things that they would suggest to actually make and enhance your product? I've always said, having been in Silicon Valley for a really long time, we have lots of smart people who work in companies, which is fantastic. Sometimes they don't use their own products and services. So your customers do. And Ben, you know, when we were at eBay, a lot of our sellers were on our platform 12, 14 hours a day. So when you ask them, and same with GoDaddy, when you ask them about what's working for them and what's not working for them, most people are generally very candid in their feedback and come up with some really good ideas and suggestions for enhancements. I love that. That's actually one of the things that I love most about working with customers kind of in a community landscape.
1: One of the things that I'm hearing from you is in my head, there's the marketing content lead generation forum. You're having people that are engaged with your brand and have a positive sentiment about it, create content for you. And that can happen in all sorts of forums, whether it be social media or text-based content. But you're also talking a lot about how you can use community to not only police and manage your existing customers as a customer service function, but then also getting customer feedback to continually improve your products, find out where there are problems. Are there any other ways that you think community is useful outside of lead generation, a marketing function, customer service, and then product feedback?
2: One of the other pieces that I'm really passionate about is the offline component, the meet customers in person component that is really, really valuable to companies. And as employees in companies, we're really close to what we do. And sometimes we're so close to it that we can't think differently. We can't see a different lens on the work that we're doing. And actually meeting people in person through small events or meetups or however you want it, whether you want to have lunch with customers and engage them in that way, really helps to put into perspective of why are you doing what you're doing and how can you be doing it better? And I think that that's a question that anybody in business, no matter what role you play, should be asking every day, like okay, we do this well, but we could probably be doing it better. And let's talk with our customers and find out how we can be doing that better. And I think that that's just a basic marketing principle that all people should be thinking about every single day. So meeting customers in person is just very rewarding. And I've had employees in the past who have not wanted to do that, not because they don't like people, but just sometimes I think that they've felt It's scary to meet customers in person because maybe they're going to yell at them in their faces. But in actuality, they've been really blown away by how cool the conversation has been, how people have candid feedback, but are very grateful for the opportunity to meet them in person and talk to them. And that gets back to that whole brand loyalty piece and trust. And from a differentiation standpoint, to me, that's how companies really make a difference and really feel different than their competitor.
1: I think that's a great point where I was saying... There's marketing, content, customer service, product feedback, relationship building is also a very important part of community. It allows you to actually have a personal relationship with your customers, which feeds into the other three components that I mentioned in terms of the value of community, but it also allows you to build a deeper, more impactful relationships with the people that are most important to your business. I think when we work together at eBay eBay was still doing a program called eBay Live, which was a big conference they'd put on, and it would move around the country every year where the people that worked at eBay, which at the time was a few thousand people, would put on a giant conference in somewhere like Las Vegas or Chicago. I think we did it in Boston once. And it was a chance for us to celebrate how much the people that were working on the platform gave to its success. So it was really just a way to say thank you. And I felt like that really deepened the underlying brand and relationship between the seller community, which is important to eBay's success, and the employees who rely on sellers to list their products on the platform.
2: Yeah. So having been involved in all the eBay lives at the time that I was in the company, That was kind of my personal highlight of the year. It was a lot of work, obviously, to put together and it was costly. But the company committed to doing that for all of the reasons that you just stated. And the employees that got to go and engage with the customers that attended. And by the way, we had 10,000 customers, which was a lot of customers that attended. And these people actually paid out of pocket to come to our conference for generally, it was like two and a half days. But the employees that actually were able to attend always walked away with this wow feeling. And people would come up to me for weeks after eBay Live was over and just say how much they really enjoyed and it was the highlight of their year and how impactful conversations were to their product that they were working on and just overall for the business. And the executives of eBay at the time all came, they all spent a lot of time engaging with customers. And it was just, it was a really great experience. And I'm a huge advocate of doing offline events with customers. I know that it costs money, but I think that the value that you get out of it is 4x what you actually pay out of pocket.
1: Yeah. As we think about the reason for community, I think I've mentioned what I consider to be the four pillars. You build your marketing collateral. You're able to do your customer service. You get product feedback and you can build relationships with your customers. And so we're going to spend the rest of this week diving into more details about how to create a community, some of the technology that you need to manage it, and also what are some of the pitfalls that you can run into. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Rachel for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Rachel's tips to building an effective community strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we're going to discuss the infrastructure you need to launch a scalable community. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Rachel, you can find a link to her bio on her show notes or you can reach out to her on LinkedIn or Twitter where her handle is Rachel McCool, R-A-C-H-E-L-M-A-K-O-O-L. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry, we've got you covered. Just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries and transcripts of all of our episodes. If you're a subscriber to the Martech podcast, thank you for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you. So we built benjshap.com slash question where you could submit questions, which we'll answer live on our show. And of course, you can also reach out on social media where my personal handle is Ben J. -J B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Community Week, we've got some great episodes lined up over the next few weeks. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning.